All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders, and let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Michael Mayer, who is the co-founder, creator of Bottomless. Welcome to the show. How is it going? It's going great. I'm really excited to be on the show. Yeah, I am excited to have you on. I'd say the biggest reason I'm excited to have you on. It's because you work in my favorite industry in the world, which is, I don't know if you, it's, yeah, it's an industry like coffee, like caffeination. This is like my life four times, you know, like three, two, three, four times a day. So I am like extremely excited to dive into what Bottomless is. For people listening, they may not know what Bottomless is. So let's start with what are you working on? What, what is Bottomless? So there's a lot of ways to describe it. So I always struggle with the first way to come into it. But the the way I sort of conceive of it is it's a subscription, like an e-commerce subscription that actually works. Um, So for most subscriptions, you're going to get shipments every week or every month, um, but you don't actually use stuff every week or every month. Um, So we sort of started with that problem and worked backwards with how to solve it. And what we came up with is a really simple little Wi-Fi scale that you just leave your coffee on top of. You can leave it inside of a container or just in the back. Um, and then we know how much coffee you have at all times and we can ship you new coffee to arrive at the perfect time. So let me get this right. So I get a bottomless scale and I keep, I keep my coffee on it. And once there's like a fifth or a sixth left or something, you are like a trigger happens. So then you ship me coffee. So the idea is that when I run out of coffee, I already have a fresh um, a fresh one that, that was just shipped to me is that pretty much the essence yeah essentially so um it's it's not like a fixed quantity it just depends on how much you drink so uh, if you go through a bag really fast we might be triggering an order when you get like when you start into your last bag um so it's pretty much the way to think about it is a bag should arrive a day or two before you run out of your last bag so i'm curious tell me about the the flow of this let's say i wanted to become a customer and wanted wanted to use this do I sign up on your website? Is it a sales process? Can you walk me through how someone literally gets started using your product? Um, it's, it's very simple. We have this idea that nobody really wants to buy reordering hardware. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to buy a scale that reorders my coffee. What people want is they want really good coffee and they want it to always be in stock at the perfect time, right? So that's what we sell. Um, so all you have to do is go to bottomless.com, uh, First step is to put in your email address and then you basically just pick a product. So um, the default are a bunch of different rotations. So you can pick our staff picks rotation or dark roast rotation, single origin, whatever type of coffee you really want, espresso. Um, And then you just put in your address and credit card and that's it. Um, We ship you a scale with your first coffee order. um, And then you sync your scale once with Wi-Fi. It lasts for a year on a single charge. Um, sync process takes maybe a minute. So you set it up once, 
then you just leave your coffee on it and then that's it. And you don't have to worry about coffee ever again. You get fresh coffee in the mail whenever you need it. I drink a lot of coffee. I maybe more than I should, but you know, now that I'm home all the time, I just drink a lot of coffee. How do you know how fast I'm drinking? And do you find that people drink coffee at like different rates a week? Or I guess talk to me a little bit about the delivery of of coffee when it's running out. Um, how, how do you get that right? Yeah, it's actually harder than you would think. Um, so first of all, I mean, everybody has different um, habits. Um, but on top of that, even you are going to have different habits from week to week. Um, you, you know, some days you're going to go out for brunch or, you know, you're going to grab a Starbucks on the way to, to work or whatever. Um, some weekends you're going to go out for brunch. Um, some days you're going to be drinking a lot of coffee at home. Um, and there's really no rhyme or re- rhythm to it. And even people who think they're really um, consistent, we've had customers tell us, I'm very consistent. Um, you know, you can just order at this time every time. It's, it's not true. Um, and even the people who do consume coffee like clockwork, they go on vacations. Um, occasionally they'll have some guests or something and you'll see a spike. Um, so um, essentially what we see is a normal coffee subscri- subscription would just never work not even for a single one of our customers. Eventually, within a couple months, you would get off of your pace and either run out or get too many coffees. So how does a subscription work? Is it you pay, you know, you pay per, per bag? I know the terminology isn't bag, but what's the, what's, the, what's the terminology when you get a fresh ground? Is that in a bag or what's that called? Yeah, it's, I think it's just a bag. <laughs> uh, bag, cool. All right, I thought there'd be something more like majestic, but bag, cool. So there probably is. I mean, we didn't. We're we're coffee industry noobs, really. We came up with the concept and we worked backwards to coffee being a great first product for it. Um, so we're just sort of figuring that out along the way. Ah, so you so coffee is the start, but you aren't going to end there. Do you plan to apply this to to other types of other types of food? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think households always have like at least five things that you always want to have in stock. Um, and that for some reason it's a, it's a pain either because if you forget when you're going to the grocery store, it's a huge pain and you have to go back um, or because you source it from somewhere other than the grocery store. Um, so I do think, you know, our, our customers definitely ask us for other stuff already. Um, and we definitely thought of this starting from the principle of fixing subscriptions and fixing this problem of having to buy the same stuff over and over again for my house. Um, and then we work backwards to like, okay, well, for us, what is the thing that like we really, really want to have? Um, and coffee was perfect because we also like to get coffee from local roasters. It's fresh. Um, it's better than grocery store coffee. So it's like an extra trip for us. So um, we thought it was the, fir- the best first thing to get started in, in this concept. So is bottomless? Um, I mean, I know very little about supply chain and kind of that world, but I have to guess that you aren't open everywhere, right? Because if you you need to be open in places where you can, you know, deliver. So are you, what markets are you open in? Um, and are you open in Phoenix, Arizona? Because that's where I live and I'd love to love yep. to give it a shot. <laughs> you can sign up in Phoenix, Arizona. I'll, I'll throw you like a year of free uh, membership. Uh, that would be cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, yeah. yeah, well, how are you? But so... Is it hard to open up a new location or is it easy? Tell me about the logistics there. Well, the beauty of it is we use the postal service for delivery. Um, and the postal service already goes to every address every day. Um, so, I mean, that's good from a sustainability point of view, but it's also good for a scalability point of view because we can basically scale infinitely um, across the United States. Pretty much anywhere you are, uh, we can get you coffee. Um, and 
we've actually built a lot of like proprietary systems for figuring out how long it's going to take for the coffee to get from different roasters to where you live. Uh, that turned out to actually be like one of the harder aspects of building this. Um, but we have that all built. So we basically know like if your next coffee is going to be coming from Montana and you live in St. Louis, uh, you know, we need this amount of days. What I'd love to hear a little bit about um, your the makeup of at least like your skill set and your team's skill set. This seems to be a really unique idea. Also, the fact that you you aren't going to just stop at coffee. Do you mind sharing like what type of skill set was needed to build up to this point? And um and uh, yeah, just like what what what's had to, what's been needed to make it happen so far? Um, you know, it's a funny story. So I'm a self taught developer. Um, I actually taught myself to code while like going through school and working in restaurants and stuff like that. So um, that's sort of relevant in a few seconds because what I'm going to say is we didn't start from skill set and then work backwards to a product that we could build. We, we started with something we wanted to build and then we just figured it out. You know, I had never built hardware before and I built like the first three or four versions of our prototype. Um, I was mostly a front-end developer, so I basically had to figure out how to do a back-end, like, server-side stuff. Um, and then what else is this required? A lot of machine learning. I actually knew a little bit of that, um, but I had to teach myself a lot. Um, so we basically just figured everything out as we went along. And I think for a lot of early-stage companies, this is the case. You just need – your primary skill set that's necessary is being a generalist. Um, you know, any job you normally would have keeps you in a very narrow range of, um, of uh, tasks or challenges. And when you're doing an early stage company, and I've been exposed to other early stage companies besides ours, and I've seen this, even people who are doing something very narrow end up having to, even within that narrow space, they end up having to learn quite a bit um, and be able to get to like 80% of the effectiveness with 20% of the competency or, or knowledge or skills. So I would say that's been very important for us. Um, and probably one of our core skill sets is just being able to figure things out relatively quickly to a base level of competence. And then now as we're growing um, and we've got more investment and our team is now six, um, you've started, you start to layer on people who are more confident. But even our software developers are basically generalist full stack software devs. They do DevOps, they do um, front end, back end design, et cetera. Um, and then, you know, people on the operational side end up doing all kinds of um, business tasks. So it's still true, even at this stage of six, and I suspect even when we're like 50 or 100, it's gonna be true until we get to be like the size of a normal company. What, what would you categorize your company as? You're, you're like, I'm now learning, and we'll get into this part in just a second, that like you're gonna expand past coffee. But like, do you have a category you could put yourself in? Or if you're like creating a new category, what would the category be? It's like, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I would call us automated home restocking. Um, I, I think that's going to be a thing. It's just obvious to me. Um, so I think we're just, we're pioneers in that category. I think in 30 years, there's going to be plenty of people who are working in that category. Um, but I think that's the most succinct way to say what we're in, but we don't really fit into an existing category. And that's actually painful when you're like, when you're filling out forms for like setting up a corporation or, or taxes or whatever, you always have to like put yourself in a category and it's basically impossible. I think we just pick like online sales or something. It's pretty much what you're doing um, in a, you know, <laughs> on like a high, high, high level and then below you're realizing like this is the most genius, just like genius idea ever. I'd love to hear 
what's next? So you have coffee, which and and uh, which, which is just awesome. What is going to be product number two, product number five? Do you have idea? I mean, you don't have to unveil your roadmap if you don't want to exactly, but like, what's the future look like? What are going to be some other options you have outside of coffee? So part of like pouring our blood, sweat and tears into spinning this up is we get a lot of proprietary information from people who have actually used this technology. Um, so you can do a survey and you can ask people, what would you use this for? But I suspect the answers are going to be totally different from the people who are actually using this for something in the real world, real world. So we actually have like knowledge and information that nobody else has. So I, I like to keep that a little close to my chest. There, there are things that people ask for. Um, there's probably like three, four, five categories that are pretty common, uh, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> well, what I can say is for the next maybe month or so, what could be a good category is toilet paper. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally, totally joking. But uh, no, I, I feel that. I definitely, I, I, I understand the advantage that you'd be in because because so few people have built already what you've done you now know things that so few people know which anyone that needs to that wants to compete with you or catch up needs to go through the idea maze that you've already been going down which is which is pretty cool um would love to hear you know obviously you're probably spending almost all your time on this if not all your time on this what have been some of the things that you've learned as like a, you know, as you said, like noob to coffee, new to this, wanting to this to exist? What have you learned so far about the market or the product or building a team? Yeah. What are some lessons that you've come across? Oh man, I could talk forever about that. Um, so one interesting thing that about coffee at least is um, that there are phenomenally good coffee roasters just all over the United States. Um, so right now, if I had to rank our roasters in terms of fulfillment, quality, and speed, and the ratings that they get on our platform, um, one of the top roasters would be a roaster from Montana, um, which I think is crazy. And a lot of people have never heard of this roaster. Um, and they are just completely crushing it on the platform. Um, and it's just a small team with like one guy um, or maybe a couple. And they're 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 just crushing it and so i think there's this story of like regionalization in coffee um and food products that if you can really flatten the universe which is i think something we're doing um you can really uh you can really bring a lot of quality onto the onto the network i guess you could say yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense do you as you keep talking and I have a couple more questions and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. But like, as you keep talking, I'm realizing you're not just creating magic for the consumer. For, for me, you're creating magic for the suppliers. Are, are you almost, would you say you're almost like a marketplace that is automated? Like, is that, is that what this is? Like, are you an automated marketplace? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like, there's no way for, people who are buying repeat purchases to connect to people who are selling repeat purchase in a really good way right now. Right. Like, yeah, if I, if I want, I mean, yogurt's a bad example because it's refrigerated, but like, let's say I want granola from like somebody in new Orleans. Um, they happen to have the best granola, like this guy in Montana, he happens to have the best coffee in the United States, maybe. Um, but at least in our sample of 24 roasters, he's in the top. Um, if I wanted to get coffee from him, my best bet was a subscription or to just go to his website whenever I actually needed coffee, which is not feasible. Nobody does that. Um, so by linking those two things and, and really um, sort of like embedding the USPS timelines and all of this stuff into 
um, into the network and, and, and making these these two nodes connectable. Um, yeah, I mean, we basically are making a marketplace. Um, right now it's a curated marketplace. We bring the roasters on board ourselves because there's a lot of requirements for us in terms of being able to fulfill quickly. Um, but yes, I mean, the idea is eventually we will be a marketplace for all repeat purchases that you want to buy um, with like custom hardware that we build and give you for free for all of those things. That's like the long term. Well, let's actually get into the long term for, um, you know, for the question I always ask, which is like vision. So, you know, you seem like to me like a pretty ambitious person, something that could build like a pretty, pretty big thing, pretty big company. I'd love to hear like what what is that big what will that big company look like if you're you know going down the line 10 years 15 years what's your vision and um you know how big could this get and if it gets that big what will it look like um you know so we did y combinator um and we actually pitched at y combinator as the amazon for repeat purchases um and when you actually think about it the stuff that you buy how much of it is addressable by amazon if you just go in your kitchen, right, or in your house, you, you might buy the one-off items, like the big durable goods, your microwave, uh, you know, your silverware, uh, your cups, um, you know, but you, the stuff that's flowing through your kitchen constantly that you're buying all the time, um, Amazon just doesn't do a good job at that. And nobody does a good job of that. And what we see ourselves as in the future is some platform for repeat purchases and marketplace for repeat purchases and a company that really supplies you the repeat purchases in a way that actually fits for you and fits for the roaster or not the roaster, sorry, supplier, because it could be many other things. So um, we actually see the market being enormous for all the repeat purchases that all the households in the world are buying on a weekly or daily basis. Um, so that's, that's sort of our long-term, our long-term goal is to be that place that you trust to get you your stuff on time and at the right cadence. Um, and suppliers trust to to uh, um, to provide a solid, uh, consistent platform for them to to sell um, and widen their um, sales base. I guess. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, this is going to be huge. I'm excited to watch it grow and excited that we were able to do this because, um, yeah, I'm glad it's just cool and I'm glad to know how it works and become a user of it soon. But my last question for you is you know you have a lofty vision very ambitious you already have come so far and you have a lot more to go and you're going to need some help to get there you're going to need help from employees and maybe more investors and you're also going to need help from our listeners our listeners know this question is coming every single episode so my question for you is what is an ask that you have for the people listening is there anything that you're in need of or need help with that someone listening might be able to assist you with feel free to make an ask now if you want um, to be honest, our, our product is something that retains incredibly well. We have like better retention than anyone's ever seen when, when we show them our data. Um, the thing that's more difficult for us is customer acquisition because it's a whole new concept, right? You have to think of, you have to conceive of getting your coffee in a whole new way. Um, so once we get customers in the door, they stick forever. They tell their friends, we have a decent organic growth rate, actually a pretty good organic growth rate and referral rate. What we're really trying to do is get that base scale up enough so that we can really grow to a significant degree from that organic growth rate. So I, I promise people when they sign up, they're going to love it. They're going to tell their friends. We're gonna, everything's going to be great. Um, but I would, I would love people to give it a shot if they drink coffee. Um, we're at bottomless.com. 
All right. Well, you all heard it here, bottomless.com, the, the coolest idea ever. So thank you so much for uh, coming on to the podcast. Really enjoy chatting with you and look forward to seeing what you build over the next 10, 20, 30 years. So thanks for coming on. Great. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Okay. Thank you everyone for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store. That would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.